All right, everybody, welcome to the Barca Blog on podcast. My name is Josh. So have a bit of a quick uh, updates, obviously. Um, well, not obviously. If you didn't see the news, so a couple weeks ago, uh, we found out that the Barca Blog on podcast was one of many podcasts that was um, that is being discontinued by uh, SB Nation and Vox Media at the end of this month. Uh, took a couple weeks. Also had jury duty, uh, so it was a bit of a hectic time to kind of process the news, kind of see what our options are moving forward. Um, I don't have specifics around what this podcast is going to look like 30 days from now. I do know that it's going to continue, uh, that it should continue on this feed if all goes well. Uh, we'll be named something different, but uh, getting closer to kind of finalizing some details on that. But in terms of uh, moving forward, uh, I don't have a guest today, but I do plan on kind of continuing business as usual. Uh, I did tell all those guests that my podcast got canceled, so I, I need to reach out and let them know that uh, it looks like we're going to have the option to continue um, forward, uh, kind of on a different uh, back end and that kind of thing. But that's a lot of technical details. I will say this, um, SB Nation's podcast network has been, you know, has been good to me over the last three years. You know, it's been great to build the podcast uh, on com with kind of the help of SB Nation. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, and yeah, I'm excited for the future. I'll say that. Um, let's get into some Barcelona news. So it's been a couple weeks since we've talked. Uh, a crazy transfer window transpired. Barcelona uh, were not able to get Safian Amrabat from, uh, Amrabat from Fiorentina. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a furious attempt to get a loan move um, that wasn't able to... Uh, to get a deal done with Fiorentina, they weren't, they just weren't keen to let him go. It seems like. Um, the other bit of failed transfer news is it seems like the latest update I saw yesterday uh, was that um, I'm not really sure what happened with Julian Araujo from uh, LA Galaxy. I do know that they filed the paperwork too late, and that there was hope yesterday afternoon i guess um that something still might transpire uh that's and i am i'm not pressing copy and paste i was literally just spamming the wrong button um dude what is wrong with me i'm sorry i'm actively trying to type julian araujo into google and it's just not working i'll have to fix my keyboard later um he was going to be an interesting player to me and i know that um, within the last like 12 hours, they kind of explained the failure basically was, um, they had to prioritize the registration, you know, of Gavi, Pena, Araujo, Alonso. And, uh, it was 18 seconds. It was a system error. That's kind of the, the details we have as of now. Uh, 18 seconds was a problem. Um, it's not as embarrassing as, uh, Chelsea and, uh, Hakim Ziyech going, attempting to have a loan move to PSG that was delayed. And then Ziyech was just stuck in Paris. Poor guy. Um, the, the good news for Barcelona right now is that um, they're eight points clear in the Liga with a match in hand. They have won um, 
50 points after 19 games, as Joe pointed out in her five uh, five talking points. The previous times that they have secured 15 points after 19 games in the league, they have won the league, uh, I think, four of the five times. Uh, they only failed to do so in 13 and 14. So they look great. Uh, Barcelona, they're squeaking by, but you can tell that things are kind of coming together, right? Lewandowski came back from his three-match ban. You can see Alejandro Balde looking unbelievable. The cross was incredible to Rafinha for the opening goal. And then Lewandowski uh, finished up the second goal. The There are some concerning notes, right? The Usman Dembele injury, uh, which that just like, that match against, um, what was that, against Girona? which is one of the most strange Barcelona. It was it was like one of the grittiest, most strange Barcelona matches I've watched in some time. The uh, the injury situation just isn't, it's not good. Dembele, you can tell that he is one of the, he's one of the key players in Xavi's system, the way that Xavi likes to play. And, um, I think within the last like couple days, it seems like he's going to be out for around a month is kind of what I've seen from the thigh injury, which is just brutal. Uh, but, you know, if Rafinha can continue to play like he did over the weekend, then maybe it won't matter all that much. I will say Barcelona's upcoming run of matches uh, is tough. Uh, they have Sevilla, Villarreal, and then that week starts the... Europa League matchup against Man United, which when they got matched up with Man United a couple months ago, seemed great. <laughs> I was super down to play Man United, not so much anymore. Uh, and then a couple weeks after that starts the first of two legs against Real Madrid in the Copa del Rey semifinals. So a run of very important matches for Barcelona. And of course, the most important is all these league matches in between. So things are going to be busy for Barcelona over the next month. So Xavi not having Dembele to rotate in and out is pretty tough. But I think one of the most interesting questions that has come out of the last few matches is I think we have we have stability at at the fullback position and the stability might not be um what uh Jules Koundé wants it to be <laughs> right like that might not be something that he's uh, incredibly keen about but seeing him and Balde, it just seems like it's meant to be. I don't know why Marcus Alonso keeps getting playing time at left back. I, I, I really don't understand it at all. Uh, I guess for rotation purposes, but Barcelona's back, best back line, like it really seems to be Araujo, Christensen, Balde, and Kunde. Like when they have that, I feel good. I feel really good about their chances of defending. They seem threatening. You could even put Araujo on the wing uh, and put Koundé in center back, or put uh, Araujo at fullback, excuse me. But I think it's really interesting that, at least in my opinion, and Xavi clearly disagrees because sometimes he's still throwing Alonso in there. Uh, it does seem like it's more of a rotation thing than a he believes Alonso is more capable than Balde. But it's just really nice to have a back four that I feel confident in that I feel like is threatening. And obviously Koundé isn't as threatening going forward as um, Balde is on the left side, but um, if you have, you know, Rafinha or whoever might be on the right side, it's all you need. And the key thing, right, is Pedro and Gavi's health and Lewandowski not getting banned. 
if those things happen, I'm confident that no matter who's on the wings, we can score goals because the amount of crap that Lewandowski can just pick up out of the dirt inside of the opposing box is ridiculous. And he just always finishes time and time again. It's pretty crazy. And it's great to have him. Uh, that's all I got for today. Short one. Just wanted to kind of get a pot out there and uh, emphasize that even though the um, SB Nation supported version of this podcast is going away at the end of this month, we're going to continue. Things are going to keep shucking along under a different name, but kind of kind of keep the same format. If anything, add more. And yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So thanks for listening, everybody. And I'll talk to you next time.